Time you guys step in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. Uh, my bad, guys. My bad. I didn't mean to do that. Are you on Yokozuna's toilet again? Apparently, I am. So, I had a fourth mother roast that uh, Kyle's mom cooked for me, and it was really spicy. My bad, my bad. I am the SCW High Voltage Champion, Nubby the Amazing Turtle. 37 days, and I am Pac-Man, and I had a very uneventful Saturday night. Does that mean we don't have to talk about it? We'll talk about it in a little bit. It was very uneventful, though. Yeah. Um, Saturday was definitely an interesting night. Um, I know I, I know there's a few things I got to answer for, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, we got we'll dive into this. Uh, there's actually not a whole lot we got to talk about tonight. I mean, obviously, I think it's going to be very Rocket Pro heavy with all the events that did happen as far as, you know, the results of the matches and uh, some of the um, incidents that occurred. Um, then what we got, we talked a little bit about POW. Unfortunately, we didn't get results from POW again. So, um, uh, how do you guys want to start this out? Um, uh, I didn't do my rap. I was a little, <laughs> you, didn't do, I, I didn't you didn't do your rap. Yeah, it, I kind of got discombobulated. Um, on account of just having an uneventful Saturday night. So I didn't get a chance to. So, Tom, Kyle, you've been spared a week. Uh, maybe, you know, at some point you'll hear my lyrical flow come out of me like I ate a bean burrito at Disneyland. That's a poop joke because you guys make a lot of poop jokes on that show. Do they have bean burritos at Disneyland? I don't know. I've never been there. I know they got some, like, orange, like, sherbet thing that's apparently fantastic. It's called, like, uh, I don't know if it begins with a D or some shit. Is um, it uh, dr- Dreamsicle? It, it's something like that, but it's called, like, Dowl Whip or something. I oh, that sounds you know. that sounds right, yeah. Um, well, it's unfortunate you didn't do your rap, uh, because I don't know what the fourth mother box is actually going to talk about then on, uh, on this week's episode, fourth mother box. I mean, what can they talk about? Probably Metallica. I mean, it's not like, I mean Kyle's not going to speak anything worthy. He never does. Yeah. The I mean, he tries to come at me. He tries to come at me, but it doesn't work too well. Right. I think, I think, I think the harshest thing he attempted to say about you was, uh, we need to replace you with a water cooler. Water cooler, maybe um coat hanger, I don't know what uh, yeah. 
I mean, it's adorable. I, I, nothing was said about me, so I mean, I'm not going to say anything mean about them. Um, I feel like I, uh, dodged a bullet somehow. I don't know. I said a lot of mother things about Tom, but right over the head. I mean, he did take, uh, our intro, kind of. Yeah. Did yeah. Up on that. I'm not gonna lie, you know, hearing it, but, uh, through somebody else, still fucking works. Fucking still works. <laughs> Because you created it. I know. It's so fucking good. I mean, shout out to Vader, you know, for the inspiration at the very beginning. But, uh, yeah, um, greatest faction. Yeah. I mean, granted, I wouldn't call them the greatest faction of anything, but, uh, solid for them. Uh, probably the best intro to their show I've ever heard before. So incredible. It might be the only intro they ever really had. I mean, usually it's just Metallica and then Tom, you know, says something about poop. And Kyle. And then Kyle's mom. Kyle does have a hot mom. That's what I keep hearing. But isn't it funny how Kyle said that I I say the same mother joke over and over? But last week I said I decimated his mother. I don't think I said that on the show before that. I mean, I don't think you're doing anything wrong, though. I mean, they pretty much named their show after, like, you know... A parental, a female parental's vagina. So, I mean, yeah, at least the fourth one. At least the fourth parental female vagina. Yeah, which is Kyle's mom. Yeah, that's what a mother box is, right? I'm not getting that wrong. That seems about right. Yeah, like Tom was, Tom started banging mothers, and then he got to the fourth one. He's like, this, this is the box. This is, this is the box I call home. And out uh, came out Kyle, so there we go. There we go. So I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I don't, I don't know where you know fourth mother box would come from, other than talking about a parental female vagina. So. I mean, Emanita says I recycle the same shit, but they always go back to my geo. Well, that makes sense. But, See, they, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know what a but, geo is. But, it's a Geo Prism. I think it was a 94. I drove that. It was my parents. Geo Prism? What the hell? Yeah, it was a Geo Prism. It was red, you know. Oh, is this it a was, car? It was a car. One of my first cars that I drove, you know, when I was a, Geo a young Prism? one. Yeah, I was a young lad driving that car, you know. But it's funny how Kyle, you know, likes to diss it. But I'm pretty sure he was in it most of the time. Because while his mom was Tom, while his mom was with Tom, I was the one driving Kyle to see his Shih Tzu. So you ungrateful bastard! That's a that's a pretty sexy car. It was. It sucks that I banged it up twice, but who the car or Tom's mom? Yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. No, uh, I mean, they, they do got some entertaining stuff once they get past, you know, the, uh, the imitation of my intro and them belittling you guys, uh, for some, some odd reason. I mean, I don't think we do anything mean to them over here. Uh, but I mean, they do have interesting things to talk about. I mean, I, I, I thought that, I thought the conversation about Disney was, was interesting and the, uh, the uh, executive sweet bullshit or whatever that Tom gets to go into because of, you know, who he knows. I thought it was pretty awesome and everything. Huh? 
I mean, it, it, it pays. It pays yeah. to live there and be an AP, you know? So, yeah, I follow yeah. them on Spotify because I love hearing when their show comes out. Because mm-hmm. I, I just want to know what they're saying about you guys and everything. And uh, I'm excited to see what they say on Sunday when Pac-Man doesn't have a uh, rap that he promised them. Mm-hmm. wonder what they'll have to say about my uneventful Saturday. I don't know. But it, it's funny, Kyle said something about my wrestling, like it's a mystery. Mm. Like how I wrestle or something, I don't know. Sometimes when he talks, it's over, or in my one ear and out the other, and in the toilet, like most of his shit he says. But, yeah, um... What the fart noise we know, is? We know it's more of a mystery than my... You know it's more of a mystery than my wrestling? Evolution. The, fact, the fact that he's a therapist. Who is? Who the, Kyle. Kyle's a therapist? Yeah, who the fuck would go to him for advice? He can't even manage his own life. He doesn't, have, it. Like a, he doesn't have, like, a therapist voice. No. And I think no. he's, like, a negative two on um, therapistcouch.com or something. Maybe negative four by now. Yeah. Negative four like a, stars. That sounds like an awkward porn site. Therapistcouch.com. Well, he is like an awkward person, couch. so... Honestly, I'm looking up therapistcouch.com. There's a therapy couch. I don't know. Kyle's mother's couch. We spent uh, a lot of time on there. Treated. Different jokes every time so far, Kyle. That's right. Different jokes uh, from different folks. And I didn't need a week to come up with it. I actually listened to Fourth Mother Box today and came up with stuff. I, I listened to it the moment it came out. I was like, I got I to gotta jump on this shit. And I'm glad I did. I scheduled my podcast, so. Solid. Solid. Um, yeah, no, like I said, I listen to them on Spotify, and I'll be, I assume you listen to them on iTunes. Yep. Um, so they, I mean, they're out there and everything, and, you know, they, they throw some, you know, interesting things out there on their Instagram, their fourth mother box Instagram, and stuff like that, and, um, like I said, they didn't say anything bad about me, so, I mean, I mean, they, they're, they're okay in my book, so. I mean, the trap stamp, I think, was mentioned again, but. Again, old jokes. Yeah, I mean, I know know who I am and what I got. (laughs) Fucking, what what did he call it? A uh, Dolly Parton transparency? Yeah. 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 For for like an 80-year-old, she's pretty fucking hot. Tom seems like the kind of guy who knows shit about country, so he probably Googled, like, popular country singers or some shit. And Dolly Parton just had to be the one that popped up. And then Jason Aldean's uh, tried that in a small town, which, by the way, is you know a pretty decent song. Um, so I mean, um, I don't please myself to it, but uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, but yeah, guys, you know what? Go listen to Fourth Mother Box. Hear what they have to say. Uh, give your own opinion. See if you agree with them about what they say about uh, about us. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I got enough other people not liking me here in the wrestling world to. Uh, be discouraged by people who don't like me, you know, because of, you know, my hatred for a, you know, so-so band like Metallica. So, um, sorry. Talk, you know, they talk DC and, you know, the Batman yeah. and, you know, Marvel, which DC's better than Marvel anyway, but eh, mm-hmm. it's good shit. And uh, Star Wars. They talk a lot of Star Wars. Um, yeah. The Last Jedi is still canon, by the way, Kyle, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, sad but true. It's a good song. Metallica reference. Um, uh, 
uh, real quick, I, like I said, we didn't get any of the uh, results. And oh, first off, Pac-Man, you won uh, Crown Jewel. Congratulations. Oh. Yes. Other than Damian Priest uh, losing, you uh, got all of them right. Congratulations on that one. Uh, I saw a lot of posts on uh, social media about the uh, the spot with uh, Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Pac-Man, you go first. So, I mean, it looked like Rey could have definitely landed on his face. So, I, in my view, mm. I mean... I'm sure, like, Ray having the experience he had, he would have been able to get out of it. But at the same time, you know, just the way that it looked like he was angling, it looked like it could have been a lot worse than it was Yeah. had Logan not been there. Yeah, it's weird. <clears throat> it was one of the things, and uh, there was a post in uh, the SCW uh, chat, uh, a video of uh, Stevie Richards talking about it. And uh, he probably he probably um, you know some good points that you know he found out that Logan Paul was a little bit too far back from where he was supposed to be his spot and everything. Um, and because of where he was at, there was actually it was it was a awkward situation for Ray because if if Logan was farther back, he could have completely backflipped and landed flat and everything and been okay. Or if Logan was forward where he was supposed to be, then he would just land and move and everything be okay. But he was in that he was in the right spot for if Logan didn't catch him, he would have just went straight down and uh Stevie Richards referenced uh the Sabu spot with Chris Benoit and ECW. Mm-hmm. Um so I it it's I bring it up because I want to segue into a topic that's related to that. It's actually related uh, to Pac-Man. Actually, I guess we can't really talk about it now. we got to talk about it during Rock and Roll. Remember this moment when we talk about Logan Paul and him being in the wrestling business because it's going to reference something we're going to talk about during Rock and Pro. So hold that thought. <laughs> yeah, so keep that thought in mind when we move forward with this because I'm assuming there's going to be a point later on in this show where I'm going to say something and it's going to be completely interpreted incorrectly on the Power Hour tomorrow night on Tuesday nights on YouTube and Facebook. I got your back on that show. No, you won't. You always say that. Yeah, here's a goofy thing for you, fucking Pac-Man. You'll message us in our chat. Hey, uh, something was said, uh, but don't worry, I got your back. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Pac-Man. And I go listen to the show. Well, you know, that's, that's just Travis doing Travis things. Like, I just, I just learned to accept it and, and I, you know, I just expect it now. How's that fucking defending me, you jackass? It's, it's, it's not a full-throated defense, I will give you that, but it is the best I got. I'll tell you right now, there's only one thing you full throat is, not defenses. Um, guys, my dinner I just ate before the show. Yeah, I was really right. hungry. <laughs> that's right. Bones and all. Guys, this episode just for wrestling is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether it be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. All you got to do is go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing site, fill your card up with all their amazing comics. Use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. Not just at their website, but also on their four different eBay accounts. Links to those are found on their homepage at CarterConnects.com. Find what you're looking for there. Bid, buy outright, negotiate the prices, however eBay works. Discount code will save you 10% there as well. Again, CarterConnects.com, your one-stop shop for graded and raw comics. Uh, power came happened over Saturday. Uh, we didn't get uh, results from them, unfortunately, but we do know as the Jazz. I, I'm guessing as – because I'm, I'm trying to remember the match card, and obviously you guys know my memory is shit. I'm guessing he used one of the keys to the kingdom 
to uh, yep. win that match, to win that title, yep. the Midwest Championship. Yeah, he's got. He used one. He's got two more to go. Yeah. So, congratulations to Jazz. Uh, I'm not a fan of the fact that he won it for that group that he's in that Hedford runs, but I'm a fan of Acid Jazz. Congratulations on winning your title. And of course, uh, the uh, Brothers of Funstruction, our new POW tag team champions, coming off of their uh, uh, tag team tournament. I forget. It's, it's not the Petty Cup. What is it called? What's the tag team that they're that tournament they were in? The Crockett Cup or something? Crockett Cup, yeah, yeah. So, uh, made their return back to Powell, won the tag team titles. Congratulations to them as well. Uh, Jimmy Blaze, as Nebby uh, mentioned to us before we started recording, did retain his title and everything. And I think the next show is December 2nd, and it's uh, Wrestle Rage, like Aftermath or something like that. Uh, Rage Reaction. And, Rage Reaction. Um, and Acid Jazz, um, he won the title by cashing in the key. On Eric Freedom, who defeated oh, okay. McCobb for the Midwest oh, title. So that's, oh, that's an interesting you, twist. This is gonna make you feel good, Nubby, huh? Because what, because it was, I know McCobb wasn't there when, uh, the Torture Killers attacked you, but he is a member of that group. Yeah, so fuck McCobb. And then fuck Kazile, yeah. cause he lost too. Yeah, so good for them. Uh, but yeah, Wrestle Rage is December 2nd. Uh, I'm not sure if it's at Fox Lake or Lombard. I think it's Fox yeah. Lake. Fox Lake. Fox Lake. Yeah, so that's going to be December 2nd. Uh, also, December 2nd is the next Rocket Pro show. But uh, before we get to the next Rocket Pro show, we got to talk about this month's Rocket Pro show, which was this past Saturday. Uh, Harvest Havoc and, uh, of course, Pac-Man. Uh, that is your home show. That is your your place to be, so I want you to talk a little bit about that, because, well, first off, uh, never refuses to. It was, <coughs> so, my, it was my home. It, it was, was the thing I talked about, but, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I want to talk about the results first. I want to talk about who won what matches, and then I want to dive into all the other shit that happened during the show uh, that involved you, and then after the show that involved all of us, because I know for a fact uh, something was recorded and released by the lovely intoxicated men that probably has Nubby uh, a little bit upset with me. But we'll get into that uh, after we do the results. So, Pac-Man, uh, if you're ready, uh, let's talk uh, about uh, Harvest Havoc that happened uh, this past Saturday. Yes, let's. So... We had Harvest Havoc this past Saturday in Joliet. Just just said that. I literally just said that. I know. I just wanted to, you know, repetition. Yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah, I get it. You wrote this down. You're going to tell a fucking story, which is fine because, you know what? You get to do shit like that over here that you don't get to do in the power hour, so. Well, I think I, I did the <laughs> But this week, I will say, will be interesting, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a little later on in this show. Of course we will, because we like to promote the Power Hour over here on JFW. Absolutely we do. Um, But first match on Rocket Pro Show was Shogun Chris Logan versus Paulie Tomaselli. Now, Paulie was making his return to Joliet. Uh, Last time he was there was when uh, Pro Wrestling Blitz was running out of there. Um, How long long ago was that again? That must have been probably a little longer than that. Well, is this the fifth season of Rocket Pro? This is the fifth season. They technically counted their best in the Midwest tournament as a season that they held during the pande- the lockdown. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, so this is their 
19. They started in 2019. Blitz, I think, shuttered in 17. Okay. So it's been a while. Gotcha. So about Um, about, about six years, give or take a month or two here. Okay. Just about. Um, This was a real hard-hitting match, and uh, the match wound up ending via a double countout. Yeah. How do you feel about, uh, well, I'll ask you both. Uh, I know Nubby's not a big fan of Polly Tomaselli's, but how do you feel about his ring gear, the uh, Kiss-themed uh, ring gear? I kind of dug it, to be honest. Right. Came like out to Detroit part. Rock City. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, did he, did, was, cause he mentioned on the power, right? Like he comes out to that song cause that's his, uh, his lady friend's favorite, uh, kid song. Yeah, I think I, I think remember hearing that before. It's yeah. either that or his daughter picked it out. I can't okay. remember which one it was. Yeah, I, I, for some reason I thought it was girlfriend, but it could be the daughter. But yeah, cause he used to come out to, I don't know, maybe it's a uh, hardcore impact, which is like, if you gotta be dumb, you gotta be tough. Is that hardcore impact tag, or is that just his? I think they both use it as their singles, okay. but it could have been their tag as well. Gotcha. Well, it was announced after the uh, match was done and everything uh, that Hardcore Impact uh, challenged uh, final level to a tag match in January, I believe, is uh, when the yeah. challenge was made. Right. It's got to be tag titles match, right? It's got to be for the tag titles. It is for the it tag It could be, but we don't know who will be the champions by then because a match was already announced for Christmas Chaos. But... Oh. That's yeah. later on. That's true. All right, go ahead, Pac-Man. All right, and then we had Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins, going up against the Wicked Side, Briggs Berna. Uh, Bucky came out with the win here, and after the match, told Berna that he pretty much he felt like he learned everything he needed to learn from, or Berna learned everything he needed to learn from Christian Rose, and then whispered something in Berna's ear and walked off. Yeah, what was that thing that Bucky said? It's like, like uh, students sometimes have to learn to stop, or have to sometimes have to stop learning and start testing. Something to that effect. I remember yeah. that one said. Yeah, I, I don't know what the exact words were, but that's how confusing that statement was. But I mean, fucking Bucky doesn't seem like all there to begin with. So that that is uh, that is to say the least very true. Fun fact, though, for those out there uh, listening to this. Uh, Bucky Collins was in uh, Nubby's final uh, Rocket Pro match. Mm-hmm. That is also true. Yeah. That is yeah. definitely also true. I know it's true. Just... I fucking said it. Though after it's this match, Steve, we had... Steve's getting to this fucking kid. Steve's getting to you, isn't it? God damn it. Yeah, it's true. Of course it's fucking true. I said it. Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> Where have I heard that one before? <laughs> I, I heard a guy named Phil say it once. Fuck Phil. I heard but, he's making an impact though soon. So, but the, the rumor and innuendo says he might go to that. Hmm. Uh, next match, Pac-Man. All right. So match three was for the Intercounty Championship between Joseph Von Yeager versus. Uh, Rion skills. Uh, mid-match, Rion hit his, uh, well, wait, hold on. Forgot my notes. There we go. Lost my spot in my notes. It was competitive. Uh, Joseph, I'm like all shaken up from something 
later, so please bear with me a second. But That's fine, man. Change your shorts and let's get through this shit. Come on now. So towards the end of uh, the match, which was pretty competitive, I would say. Uh, Rian, <laughs> I, love, I love how you're looking at your own notes and getting confused. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, well, we'll talk about something that happened later, and I, I think know, that's man. why I'm a little shaken up talking and, about and, this. Were you about to sh- say shell shock? I was not. <laughs> I will say. I was about to call you Kyle in a second. You got lucky. It's weird for me to say it, but I do understand why you're a little jittery, but fucking pull it together, man. But, okay, so, Joseph Van Yeager. Back to that. Back to that. <laughs> I thought he was going to win. I mean, I thought that Yeager was going to win. And even, um, even Rion said on the Power Hour that, um, he, was going to win because he was younger and hungrier for it. And Rion is getting older and doesn't claims that he didn't want to care about the title, but he tried to distract the referee. There was a lot of submission holds from Rion and um, kept trying to make him pass out, which was ultimately successful. So Rion skills ended the fight and retained the inter-county championship. Well, yeah, and that's because he cheated. Fucking mute that shit. God damn it. There was a bit of a nut kick in there. Yeah, you know, I'm wondering if him saying that uh, he was going to lose the title like was kind of like a way to get his opponent to like a false sense of security. You know? I mean, I've I've always... He didn't say he was going to win the title. Uh, He he said he was going to... That Jaeger was going to win the match. Ah, uh, that's true. And I assumed it was going to be that the nut shot, but the referee didn't see it. So what if he was expecting the nut shot, and, but he missed the part about the ref? Well, the see, the thing is, like, the thing is, if, if he didn't care about winning or losing the match, you know, it, it seemed to me, it seemed to me like there, there was a point where he, wanted to win or else he wouldn't have distracted the ref or pulled him out of uh, eyesight of it. Um, I mean, again, it's, I know this is going to be, you know, probably uh, disputed on the power hour if they choose to. Um, but I, I think winning, no matter if it's, you know, in a good way or a bad way, I think it does matter to Rian. You know, regardless of the fact that he says, like, he's getting up to an age, you know, the title doesn't matter, whatever goofy shit, you know, he... He's, he wants people to believe. I think deep down, I think wins in a way still matter to him. I mean, and the, and the whole whole reason he's champion now is because he went on this, you know, this this path of you know proving that you know he's more than just you know a rocket pro joke or you know a sideshow for you know the amusement of the fans and everything. Either one of you can answer that. I mean, I'm, it's not, it's not, you know, I'm asking a real question here. I mean, if we go back and how, and how he kept saying, like, when it came to me or even Steve, that mm-hmm. we were put in matches, like either main event matches or, yeah. you know, in title matches, mm-hmm. whether it's in the main event or not, and he kept saying how we were there and, you know, Rian was always, you know, the joke. You know all that, but yeah, he um with 
you know, I think now that he's a champion, he and all the attention is being put on him because of what he's doing. Yeah. So I think winning does matter to him now because he is a champion and the attention is there. I mean, yeah. I'm not there anymore, so the attention's surely not on me. Well, it kind of yeah. was, but that wasn't my yeah. fault, I swear. Yeah, if he if he didn't care about that title, he would have won it and then just left it and walked away. But he still comes out with it, raises it above his head. You know, there's you 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 could tell there's some kind of like pride in being the champion for him. So <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I think I think the wins still factor into him regardless of it. You know, if he has to take you know a cheap shot in order to do it, and I still think that he likes the idea of getting to victories and shit. Yeah, and I, I think he likes the fact that people talk about it. I, I know he knows that he doesn't need to kick someone in the nuts mm-hmm. or to use his Rolex, but it just he, he likes doing it because he thinks he can get away with it. Yeah. But someday it's going to backfire, probably. It's going to be on the wrong person, too. Anything to add, Pac-Man? Um, I do not. Why? Because he's your co-host. You don't want to say anything negative about him to jeopardize your spot over there on the Power Hour. How do you want me to go about this? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good match. I, I that's the first time I saw what's his name Von what Von Jaeger. Von Jaeger. Von Jaeger. That's my first time I've ever seeing him actually wrestle in person. I did watch the video from his last uh, match. Um, solid fucking dude though. You know so. Um, I'm interested to see uh, his promo work, but solid fucking dude, solid match. Um, I think even though he took the loss, I think it did a lot for him to move forward in his uh, career. So solid match. Go ahead, Pac-Man, next one. Right, next one was the submission weirdo. match between TDC and, uh, or that would be Damian DeShane and Christian Rose. So it was the submission match between both members of TDC. And, I mean, we saw the showcase of the technical coyote, Damian DeShane, going up against Christian Rose, who showed he had some of those same tricks in the bag as well. And uh, at the end, Christian Rose uh, won via a Boston Crab that he refused to let go. Yeah, what did he do before that? I know he did something underhanded. I just don't remember what it was. I'm trying to remember as well. Because he did something right before he put him in the crab. I, I just can't remember what the hell it was. I know, I know it was, you know. It's not something you do to a friend. I just can't remember what the hell it is. I know uh, he had a gory bomb at one point, mm-hmm. And uh, Rose did have a surfboard stretch on him. Um, there was also... He worked uh, DeShane's knuckles. But the, he, notably, there was some the hesitation with that. That's what he did. He, he fucking, he peeked down his hand. That's what he did. And there was a lot of, there was a lot of hesitation with that move. I, you know what, here's the thing. I don't think it was hesitation. I think it was more of him fucking with his buddy. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think there was a shadow of a doubt, or there was any doubt in uh, Christian Rose's head that he was going to do it. But he wanted to give DeShane the illusion that he wasn't going to do it. Um, I don't know much about Christian Rose other than what I've seen at Rocket Pro. I know when I did the commentary with C-Red, 
and Christian Rhodes had uh, Rhodes had that Bucky Collins match and everything. He was talking about how he's starting to see the Rhodes that he knows. Yeah, that rhymes. <clears throat> um, and if that's really the Rhodes that you know is that if that's the real Christian Rhodes and everything, then yeah, there shouldn't be any doubt if he was actually going to do it or not. I, I mean, it's it sucks, but I don't see how you know. Especially the fact that he he just beat the Shane, as you mentioned, he refused to release the submission. Uh, Burner came out to stop it and challenged him for next month. The next month, yeah, December. Yes. And uh, what was it? False Conor match or whatever? It's uh, a lights out match. Lights out match. I don't I don't see how the TDC comes back from this. So I think it's safe to assume that maybe the TCD is done or T TDC is done. But mm-hmm. for the most part, yeah. I mean, the thing is, too, um, this won't be Brooks Burna's first lights out match because a couple of years ago he had a lights out match with Gunnar Brave at Cupid's Carnage, which was incredibly violent. Both of those guys um, really, really, you know, showed a lot of violence in that match. Wasn't this past February? It was the February before. This is last year. This February was Eric Dillinger, Gunner Brave in the hardcore match. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I knew I knew I saw Gunner Brave in a hardcore match. So what's a lights out match? Just is that a pretty much hardcore, but any really anything goes. Anything goes and it's it's unsanctioned essentially. But, like, why is it called Lights Out? Like, is it a last man standing thing, or... So, from what I remember, like, watching, like, a couple of them in AEW, um, they usually have them at the very, very end of the show after the main event, and they announce that after the lights go off, the main show is over, and the unsanctioned portion of the show starts with the hardcore. Gotcha. Elements. Okay. Gotcha. So, that will take place next month. Cool. And I disappeared for a little bit. We'll talk more about that there. But yeah, you want to go take a very long poop. That's, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking was going to happen. Um, but right as I was getting ready to do well. Right as I was getting ready to come back, I ran into uh, an old friend named uh, Damian Gray, who then um, grabbed me and hid me in the back of the arena for a good chunk of the show. I mean, I was beaten up. I mean, my, they thought about breaking my glasses. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the picture on the vlog. They, mm-hmm. I was unconscious for a little bit, and they uh, posed my body on the wrestler's toilet. Yeah, yeah, I saw the, yeah, I saw the photo. Sucks, I make a no- little, little note about that like situation before we get into the actual thing. It was before you left. I, I forgot. It was during, it might have been during a match. Might have been the Christian Rose match. I can't remember. But we did see, see Damian Gray walking around. And he, I did. And if, if you noticed, I kind of had a feeling, cause like anytime I saw him, I, I kind of lost my focus. And like some of those matches where I'm a little shaky and I think those were, those were the ones where he, I saw him walking around with his bat. He came towards us. But then when he, the moment he laid eyes on me, that's when he walked away. So everything that's happening after is convenient that I wasn't around then. 
but he would not come over when I was sitting there when he first walked by. I mean, and you guys were both with me, so you guys knew I, I was kind of tensed up a little bit. I mean, I was I was sitting over there. I wasn't really with you, so let's. Where you were, your seat was reserved under LIM. You're welcome. Yeah, that was the thing. You had to, you had to say, uh, I have one seat with the LIM. So, yeah. Hey. Yeah, that's the thing. Many more to come. <laughs> well, that was the next match. I think it was a triple threat, right? No, it was the uh, Ryan Matthews versus Maximus O'Ryan. Oh, oh that's a short, interesting match. Right after intermission. Um, I mean, I heard, it seemed like it went quick, because at that point, I was, like, fading in and out of consciousness. So I heard the bell, and then I was, like, out for maybe a second, and then I heard the bell again, and I was, like, so confused about it. I could kind of hear Steve yelling about the undeniable sucking from the locker room. I could sort of make that out. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was yeah. what, Eric Schultz interfering and stuff, so. Yeah, I think at most it was probably like a minute and a half of the actual match happening. So, I mean, the Niable ran out and uh, jumped Maximus Orion. Pretty much. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So Maximus Orion won that match by disqualification. That he did. Um, Ryan Matthews almost got into a fight with Van because they took his cardboard head. <clears throat> yeah, you want to talk I, about that for a minute? I heard about that. You want to talk about that spot there for a moment? It was kind of comical to watch. It, I didn't really understand it at first. If it was, if it was supposed to happen, it was fucking funny. Uh, by all accounts, looking at it, it didn't look like it was supposed to happen. And if that's the case. Then the guy who took Ryan Matthews' property, uh, that was definitely wrong of him. Um, and I know that uh, we, you know, I, I joked about it a few times about, you know, blowing through the barricade and everything, which we'll get to Nubby's fucking point about doing that. <coughs> um, don't, don't fucking snatch shit from fucking wrestlers, you know, and don't fucking try to beat up fucking wrestlers. It's just a stupid thing to do. Yeah, if they hand you something, that's one thing. Go ahead, take it. Obviously, they want you to have it. Yeah. I mean, unless they utter the words, hold on to this for me. Yeah. So don't take it away. Just yeah. And the, and the thing is, and I think uh, Bubba Ray Dudley talked about it on his, it was either on a documentary or maybe on his uh, his wrestling show, that the Dudley boys used to have shit thrown at them constantly at ECW matches. Like, people threatening to, like, you know, fight them or kill them or all this. people waiting for them out in the parking lot. That's how they knew they were doing a good job. So, I guess in uh, Ryan Matthews' case, he's doing a fantastic job as getting heat from the fans. But there's a certain line you don't cross when it comes to, you know, wrestling and fandom. Pac-Man knows very much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, don't, don't wait for a fucking wrestler in the parking lot because you're not tough. It's fucking petty and stupid. Grow the fuck up. Don't go on social media demanding to fucking fight a fucking professional wrestler. Don't, I don't care if you're trained or not trained. You know, you're going to get yourself fucking hurt. Just knock it off. Grow the fuck up for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, that's all I got. 
I believe we can. Shut up. Oh, wait, wrong part of the show. You want to end it? You want to end it at 39 minutes? I'll fucking end it. No. We have, because we have more show to we, talk we, about. We can ignore everything we still have to talk about. If you want to end this show at 39 fucking minutes. I don't, because we had another match. You sure? You sure, superstar? I'm positive. Whatever the fuck you want. Whatever you fuck you want now, man. This is all for you, Damien. I get that's that omen, reference. That's an omen joke, right? There we go. I got that. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a triple threat match. This is the one that the LIM told me uh, was one they regretted that I had to miss on account of everything that was going on with me backstage. Um, they said that Nick Diamond versus Quinn Wittick versus Connor Hopkins was the match of the night. This one and then the – or not – it was this one and then the uh, – the uh, – uh, stone match were my two favorite matches, and it's really hard to determine which one I think was my absolute. I think this one might be my favorite one, but that stone match was a very close second. Uh, <clears throat> I don't care what you guys think. Nick Diamond is fantastic. I want to call him a oh. Karen because he's a pouty bitch. Hey, that's on you, but that dude fucking, you know, he fucking hey. does a great he job. He's a in the Karen, ring. but he's very good. I have to give him that. Fuck yeah. He is somebody who deserves to be on TV. Yeah, he's he's Bro, very but good. He's still that. a fucking Karen. He's still a bitch. Oh yeah, but. he definitely he definitely threw some fits, but he definitely he he did he did great in the match. Uh, him, uh, who who guy? I know him, Quinn, Quinn and, and uh, Connor Hopkins. Connor Hopkins. Uh, I think they all did fantastic jobs. I don't know why Ciantino fucking hates him, but I mean. I'd prefer to see fucking Nick Diamond at Rocket Pro continuously because I think he elevates his opponents and he does such a fantastic job. I'd rather see Lovely McSlarkin with him, but that's just me being a guy. Um, and, uh, you know what? And if it gets Santino to go somewhere else for, you know, five or ten minutes, it's just fucking icing on the cake. <laughs> because I tell you right now, I, I, I'll be, I, I'll be honest, I had fun sitting where I was sitting, but if I had one more fucking person come up to me and talk to me about shit I don't care about, I was I was going to fucking lose my shit. I mean, I love talking to people who listen to my show. People came up to me and like, oh, you know, I, I listen to JFW. I love the JFW. I met your I met Pac-Man's parents, which I understood now, you know, you know, they agree with me on, you know, who you are as a person, which I found fantastic. <laughs> I enjoyed a beer with I enjoyed a beer with your father and we had a couple laughs and that was Last great. And, no, no, you idiot. When was the last time he was at a fucking rock and pro show? I think I've been to more rock and pro shows than he has. I miss my dad. Who cares? This is this is why you, this is why your dad finally bought somebody a beer he could be proud of. Um and then uh, I, I can't remember the the one guy. What's his name? Rob, Ron, or Rob? Yeah, Rob. Rob Schneider. Uh, he received a, a film in, in TV fame. Yeah, he uh, he told me he he listens to the show. Things like that I like. I enjoy that shit. But once I get fucking people, oh God, I really want to shoot on this. How do you want to go about this, sir? All right. Um. No, I can't because you know I can't do it because it'll, it'll fucking ruin everything. I'll I'll just say, when people have their moments, don't try to be involved in those, those moments. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, don't don't try to get 
You know, don't try to get your own shine off of other people's shine because it's annoying and pathetic. Um, but it was a fantastic triple threat match. I know that wasn't the last time we we're going to see Quinn Woodick, uh, but that was a great match. Uh, who, who ended up winning? I forget. That was Connor Hopkins who retained his Outer Limits Championship. Okay. There we go. Perfect. Congratulations to Connor. He's a TDC, right? He is. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, great show. Like I said, that, that probably is match of the night, uh, but Stone's, uh, open challenge was a very close second. But after this match, we had the master of the Chicago Bear Hug, Steve Michaels, versus <laughs> Darius Luttrell. Darius Luttrell, that is a tall dude. That was a big fucking dude. That was almost fucking big, dude. Yeah. It was like, watch, it was like watching the Chicago Bears and the Chicago Bulls go at yeah. it. Right? Yeah. yeah, that dude almost hit his fucking head. Like, he was... He's, he's a big boy. I told you guys last yeah. week, big meaty men's bumping meat. And yeah. from what I understand, that's what the people got. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, he they got a lot yeah. more. Yeah, the bear, the bear dude won though. It's because uh, Pac Man, you were missing. Um, I was. Wait, I was. The concussion is starting. To I, I was. Wait, I was. I hear that. <laughs> so you know how I showed up to the show very late. You did. You know that was done by design, right? I I had a feeling. Because Damien Saint had no idea that I was in the building. Had that ideas. Yeah. And then when he saw me, let's just say he was pretty shell-shocked, if you will. Because he got out of that ring, and he got, he was screaming. He's like, what the freak are you doing here and know what I did I showed him my wristband and told him I paid to be here and there's nothing you can do about it but if you want to do something about it I am right here come on this side of the barricade guess what he didn't do a damn thing but bitch and moan like he does because I was face to face with him this time nobody was around to do anything about it and he backed off like a coward that's right. Or so, but I did hear there was, like, as I was, like, kind of gaining back consciousness for, like, the fourth or fifth time, because that was really, really brutal from the pain. Uh, yeah, we got it, man. You fucking got, you got fucking beat up. We heard you the first two times. But, yeah, no, it was, I heard that there was something between uh, Nubby and uh, Damien Saint. Three. Three fucking shows this guy's a guest fucking host on, and he fucking just takes up all the time to talk about him. I mean, I'm re- reporting. I was, oh, I was beat up. I was, uh, oh yeah, I'm like fucking concussions hurting. Oh yeah, I was, you know. We know. Heard ya. And you know, Steve Michaels thinks he's so tough that he ripped a little girl's sign. What a dick. Yeah. Just... Why would you do that? So rude. And he tried to get my face about it because I called him out. You got to turn him slow, though, man. I did, and I didn't yeah. mean to. I swear. Yeah. I'm putting this out there. This is a shoot. I did not instigate it. I did not do anything. I just went with it. The only thing I did tell those kids is wait till the music ended at that one point. 
Dude, so everyone you, can hear. All you had to do is go up to that guardrail and get in their fucking face, and everyone knew you were there. Yep. That, it, I had that whole section popping. Fuck yeah, there were some turtle fans sitting right in front of us, man. And right yeah. next to you. Yeah, that too. Your LIM buddies were there. You know, the ones who, you know, remember you as being a referee because, you know, the turtle movie said so. It was a meme. Mm-hmm. It was mean. A meme. Sure. <laughs> Why is that like that? I don't know. You say a lot of stupid shit, dumb. I do. Hey. 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 It was a meme. There's even a fan telling me to, you know, want to throw me over the guardrail to go after Sam. <laughs> you think they could have done it? I doubt that. Yeah, well, you uh, you you did almost, you know, break the uh, the rules. Uh, here in a minute, we'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, next match, next match, Pac Man. That was Aaron Stone versus Shaq Jordan. Um, you know, again, this was a very competitive match between the two, and Aaron Stone came out on top and retained. After Shaq left, uh, well, yeah, hold on, hold on. You weren't so you weren't out there because you were too busy getting beat up. In case anyone you know didn't hear you said the first five times on this show, um, did they raise the lights higher than uh, than normal? They seem to have. Yeah, I was at the setup and they raised the lights. A little because high. I was talking when I was sitting next to W uh, when Shaq uh, came out, we were talking about uh, the last show he was at when he knocked the uh, light off the. Uh, the rafter, and I'm looking at it, and I was like, I don't see how he hit that fucking light. And I think we were talking about, like, potentially being higher up, so I didn't know if it was a Jack, uh, Shaq Jordan reason or they did it for, like, the ladder match purposes or not. Um, but I'm glad it was Shaq. I don't think you, I don't think any of us uh, guessed Shaq Jordan on the last episode when we were talking about it. Mm-mm. No, I don't think any of us did. Well, you said Jordan. Yeah, so... Anytime there's a there's a mystery opponent, I always gotta guess, Doink, because that dude deserves a push somewhere. Yeah, sure, man. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, fucking uh, Stone retained his title. Got beat up by Quinn Wittick. I'm not gonna. Take I wonder where he got it. that idea. Not my fault. All I simply ask is if that was his title in the ring, and uh, I I'm not taking I'm not taking blame for it. I just made a simple statement. I didn't tell him to jump in the ring and beat up Stone afterwards. You know, if he snapped and, you know, got all angry and shit, not on me. I mean, he did. So him stopping and looking right at you didn't, here's, here's the thing. didn't seem I don't like know, an influence? I don't know if you guys know it or not, but uh, I did have a conversation with Damian Saint at a certain point after the show was done. And he, did mm-hmm. happen to, he did happen to mention that uh, he was upset by a statement that was made by Turtle's friend. So who who knows who that is? I believe the exact words were Turtle's buddy out there said something. So who knows who that is? You know. So it could have been Double J. It could have been Double J. Could have been Gabagool. Gabagool. Could have been Simp. I don't know. Simp doesn't talk. Simp doesn't talk. Simp doesn't talk. Yeah, I don't think he has a little computer with it. Um, it could have been the one guy in the front row who kept jabbing me with his fucking finger. Um, I mean, it could have been any number of people. So he just said buddy. So. Doesn't necessarily mean it was me. So I, I'm not going to take fault for that. That's not on me that 
he went out there and uh, kicked the shit out of uh, Stone afterwards. So, not on me. But solid fucking performance by Shaq Jordan. Uh, there were a few times I thought maybe he will beat Stone, but Stone is champion for a reason. He proved it last night when he retained it. And now we're at the point that uh, I guess Pac-Man uh, preluded to about six times now. Oh, the uneventful portion of the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it involves something with you maybe getting beat up. I think I heard something about that. I heard something no. about uh, the state of Indiana. There, there, you know, we were in the middle of doing a JFW exclusive. Yeah, I know. Once again, fucking Pac-Man, you know, fucking outshines our shit for his own freaking personal gain. Thanks, man. Well, what did I do? Get yourself oh, wait, I got my ass kicked. That's right. Yeah. Concussion, <clears throat> my arm's sore, you know. But thank God we were going to try to do a JFW exclusive so we would get that footage ahead of time. And that worked out because yeah. now I, I know exactly what happened there. Yeah. So Johnny, Johnny and I came out, you know, first off, <clears throat> Johnny and I came out and he made a mistake in his uh, greeting to everyone. What did he say that he had to redo it? Did he say like Joliet, Indiana or something like that? Was something like that. Maybe. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, because I didn't cover okay. Because I didn't catch what he said. So when everyone was like, "Try again," or chanting, "Try again," or do it over, or whatever, I was like, "What the fuck did he say the first time?" But I was just curious. I was curious if you know, not if you heard what he said or anything. But I mean, obviously he was out. Yeah, obviously he was out there to address the fact that you know he didn't appreciate that the items were. First off, he mentioned the commentating table. Uh, you know, attacking people at the commentating table. And then you mentioned, you know, obviously the uh, lovely intoxicated men. Uh, you mentioned Pac-Man, but as well, you know, as people should know by now here and uh, us recap this, uh, Pac-Man was missing for, I guess, I, I guess, I guess it was like an hour, a little over an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went missing for and, uh, eventually he, uh, popped up after, uh, the idols came out dragging, uh, Pac-Man behind him. Joey Roth had me. Um, hooked onto his feather boa, choking me out with that, and threw me in the ring, and um, both of them started yelling at me. Joey, as I was trying to get my way to my feet, Joey tripped me, and because of my injuries, I was really having, in the fear of, you know, getting hurt even further, I didn't know what to do, and I was, you know, stunned, still on the ground, but then Grandpa C-Red came out with the chair and ran them off. So, uh, which led to Damien Saint doing something. He did something. I mean, he did do something. That's what you wanted, right? You wanted him to do something. Well, he did. And there's always a catch. But one that I have to say, it's not one that I expected, but it's one that I will take. Because next month, at the, at the demand of Damian Saint, there will be a six-man tag team match between Kevin Cade, Joey Roth, and Damian Gray versus C-Red, Johnny Nye, and the podcast papa himself, me. 
in a no disqualification match. So, what do you guys want to talk about? So about a month ago, I was told by Steve that I shouldn't talk about things that I'm not there to see. And how I uh, questioned his willingness to help out his friends. And uh, footage came out uh, and uh, proved I never said that. Um, came out that he did get attacked by uh, the idols. So I was at this show. And uh, I'm actually, uh, I got your... We got your vlog right here. I was looking at it because I was curious. Uh, obviously, when things happen in the moment, you really don't know how long things are happening for. Things that are only a few seconds could last a fucking lifetime. The time that the idols dragged you out from the back to the moment C-Red hit the ring to help you and Johnny Knight. A minute and ten seconds. Seventy seconds it took somebody to come to your rescue. So I'm curious. And first off, why did it take so long for somebody to come fucking help you? Because a minute's a long fucking time, Pac-Man. Especially when that commentated table is ten feet away from that ring. Maybe, maybe fifteen. I mean, I didn't, honestly, I was just so, you know, stunned and a little, yeah. like, dazed. Oh, I'm sure you're I had so no idea it. what really was going on. I just knew it would probably, I was, like, hurt, and I was really having a hard time getting up, and I knew. Well, here's the, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I don't want to put Rocket Pro Wrestling on blast, but I'll fucking do it. Because I get questioned for my shit. <clears throat> and if this jeopardizes my work at Rocket Pro Wrestling, so be it. I don't care. But when the raw footage of you being thrown into the ring came out, based on your vlog, that video was a lot longer than the video that was shown on Rocket Pro Wrestling between the time you got thrown into the ring and the time C-Red got jumped and Johnny Knight came out, I think it was about 45 seconds, which the true time was maybe more like a minute and a half. Mm. So it was shortened down. And I get that why that's why people question what I say shit like, oh, well, this isn't true or that's not true. And that's fine. You can have your opinion. But when you look at the raw footage that's put out in vlogs and videos and shit, and that's what pro wrestling is now, it's raw footage being aired to people. I don't know how this is going to look when it gets released on Rocket Pro Wrestling. I don't know what the timestamps are going to look at. But when you walk through that fucking curtain with Joey Roth, or when he drags you through that fucking curtain with Joey Roth, you're looking at 18 minutes and 20 seconds. And by the time C-Red gets to the ring, you're looking at 19 minutes and 35 seconds. <clears throat> this is a moment where C-Red and Steve are staring at you as you're getting dragged into the ring. And there's footage of me holding Turtle back. So Turtle instantaneously came to your fucking, wanted to go to your rescue, and I held him back. And I saw that, yes. For one reason only. Because if Turtle went across that guardrail, he would have gotten thrown out and probably banned from Rocket Pro Wrestling because he is officially just a fan of Rocket Pro Wrestling. 
I don't want people to excuse it in any way saying that I didn't want Turtle to help you because that's not the case. I was trying to protect Turtle from having any repercussions against him for being a fan going over the guardrail and getting into the ring and putting his hands on the employees of Rocket Pro Wrestling. So Steve or whoever wants to fucking say that I, ju- I did it so Pac-Man can get his comeuppance, it's bullshit. So I'm going to stop you before you even try to attempt to say that on the Power Hour. But I go back to the fact that here you are, and I'm watching this as I'm talking, that Johnny Nye is laying in the corner, or laying in the ground, getting beat up. You're in the corner, dazed, confused. Here comes C. Red, a minute and ten seconds later, chasing off Froth, chasing off Damien, and for some reason, Timmy Too Sweet. Yeah, it looked like, from what I can really tell what was going on, but it's like, did Timmy Too Sweet run into the ring? It it looks it looks like uh I'm trying to because so it looks like Timmy Too Sweet is in the corner right now. Damien Gray shouting at him, so he cowers down into the corner to not get you know beat up. Uh, and while C Red is on his crusade to rescue you, Timmy just wanted to get out of the you know line of fire, which is a smart fucking thing to do. But two things come to mind when I look at this. One, why did it take C-Red so long to get to the ring? And two, why the fuck did Steve not leave commentary? <clears throat> because this is the guy who said, the last time we talked about shit like this, that he thought that it was absurd for me to say that he wouldn't come to the aid of his friends when they needed it. First off, was a lie. It was established. You go back and listen to the show, and I said... It shouldn't be on C-Red and Steve and Shelly to come to your rescue. Where the fuck is everybody else? Nobody showed up except for Johnny Nye. Those were the words that were said, right or wrong. Right. Thank you. Steve twisted and said, I said he wouldn't come to his friend's rescue. Fine, whatever. Proves wrong. It's fine. But this time, Steve's right here, standing behind the commentating commentating table. Didn't fucking budge. Didn't fucking move. Shelly is sitting there at commentary watching the whole thing like a fan. A minute, 70 seconds, it took somebody to come rescue you, Pac-Man. 70 seconds it took. And I can tell you, I'm fat as fuck, and I'm not quick. But I could get from that table to that ring faster than 70 fucking seconds. Now... Um, I think at this moment, after, because Nubby started the recording, we're doing the, uh, uh, exclusive. I don't know, he, I, I'm guessing you handed the phone off to Double J because he wanted yep. to get into, he wanted to get into the, you know, he wanted to come rescue you. <clears throat> Double J was more focused, obviously, on what was going on with you and what was going on over with us. So there's no clear shot on why it took a minute and 10 seconds for C Red to get from that table to you. I will say right now, maybe, just maybe, Cade prevented it for a period of time. 100% possible. And if that's the case, fine, I'm wrong. But I don't see Cade laying on the ground. I don't see Cade in the way at all. I see an open pathway for anyone from that commentating table to get to you. And yet it took 70 seconds for someone to come and be the fucking hero for you. And that person is not Steve. Steve sat at that commentating table and commentated. 
like he accused me of saying last time, and yet it it's happening right now. So, <clears throat> Pac-Man, I'm sorry that you got beat up by the idols. <clears throat> I'm sorry that you got victimized for an hour by the idols in the back. Um, I'm sorry that they took you away to the point where you couldn't find help because I'm just, if you were out in the open, somebody would come to your aid. Even though they didn't do it last time, I'm sure they may have done it this time. But there's no reason why you, as still technically a fan and a non-trained wrestler, and we'll get into that shit in a minute, <clears throat> should be put in harm's way at this fucking moment. And nobody is coming to your fucking rescue except for the guy who got terminated by this company two months ago. So I'll, I'll talk about that a sec, that piece of it a second. So did not expect to be put in a match. I mean, I oh, think no, that's no. obvious from my reaction. Yeah. And you saw the, you know, once it kind of dawned on me what was exactly happening. Yeah, you went all bullet club and shit. <laughs> well, not that part of it, but when I when I ran to the buckle, the thing is, it, it dawned on me that I have an opportunity, and opportunities in this business does not come very often. Wait, do you want to talk about this part where people yeah. are questioning your um, the re- okay? Yeah, let's talk about this. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. So. You know, I realize I have this opportunity here to do something for the fans. Yep. Because here's the thing. The idols put their hands on me, on a fan, on one of, you know, the most notorious Rocket Pro Wrestling fans there is. Mm-hmm. Part of the most r- notorious fan group there is. Mm-hmm. To make a statement and to try to remain relevant. And I think, like I've said many, many times before, this is, you know, it's, it's, they think they can get away with things like this. And if they beat me down, and if I were to lose, or if they were to do something to me where I wouldn't be able to go to Rocket Pro Stores anymore, or I wouldn't feel comfortable, then they know they can do that to other Rocket Pro Wrestling fans. Yeah. Now, in my mind, as this thought, as the thought of maybe, you know, maybe I want to fight him, maybe, because, you know, I've, I've been conflicted about it. If I won a hypothetical fight, they would know never to mess with another fan again. It'd be the whole fuck around and find out routine. Yeah. So I have that opportunity to, they, they fucked around. And Christmas Chaos, I have an opportunity to make them find out. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I have help. Of course, you know, C-Red, Johnny and I, you know, have way more experience than I do. I'm obviously, I'm not, uh, you know. You know, I don't have that level of experience. But I'm going to learn everything that I can because I want this shit to stop. And I'm in a position where I can make this shit stop. 
there might be doubts. I got a sense from the footage that, you know, maybe the realization of things, you know, fell on Johnny and, 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 and Rhett and Grandpa. But, you know, I'm going to listen to everything they got to say. Because they know more, way more about this shit than I do. Yeah. The, the problem is, and, uh, well, I'll, I'll say my piece. I want nobody to go. Uh, nobody got anything to add about Pac-Man being involved in a match? Well. Because you did actually, to... you did get a JFW exclusive, actually, finally. Like an official one. And you asked Steve and C-Red why. I'm curious on what answer you're actually looking for there. I, well, the way I want to, this is how I want to go about this. I kind of want to do, like, my my opinion on it and then lead it into the other situation. But um, I guess I can start here a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with Pac-Man being in this match. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't it, either. I, I'm on board with you on that. And I, but I want you to go first because I'm going to talk way too long and shit. I want you to get your shit in first. We we get it. We all know Pac-Man's situation mm-hmm. when it comes to the wrestling. To me, that's irrelevant at this point. I mean, not really because it kind of it does matter. Um, I can see on if a match was made right then and there. Your adrenaline pumping at that moment. You're gonna want, you know, revenge at that at the point, right, Pac-Man? Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. So, Damian Saint comes out, throws his bullshit weight around as usual, his massive ego, his pockets full of money that he's pocketing. Um, makes a match. And puts you in it, but you're not even a member of the roster. Uh, but apparently you are now. I signed a contract for that one night. After which is fine. That you're gonna do you, and that's great. But like I said, if a match was made then, I'd be all for it. But now you're the problem here is you're giving them a month to put some shit together. Granted, you you're gonna be in there with C Red. Probably one of the greatest minds in wrestling right now. I mean, look at all the the faction he's had. Soul Touchers, ARC, Team Dammit. He knows how other factions think. But the ARC is not there. The Soul Touchers are not there. Maybe Marche may help. Who knows? Team Dammit's not there. The VIP as a whole is not there and the way Travis described it he's right not many came to your aid except C-Red and Johnny Nine whether there was a time stamp put on whatever that that doesn't matter now but it's just Johnny Nine and C-Red I'm not there I'm not employed I can't be there um there's undeniable. There's the idols. 
And now you are in this match. You can't back out of it. I mean, yeah, you can just not show up, but where's your credibility after that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be careful out there. And I don't, I still don't agree with, I don't support the match at all. 100%. I'm, no, I'm not, I'm against it. You should not be in that ring. But it's done. I'm going to support you. But I'm not going to be there. And once we get through the rest of this, I'll explain why. Yeah. Um, so, I agree with nothing. You shouldn't be in this matchup. And it's not for the simple fact that, you know, a lot of the shit I said where you brought this upon yourself, you're bringing people who aren't involved into it, unintentionally into it. Your problems are now C-Red's problems and Johnny Nye's problems. Um, you you should be able to, you should have the opportunity to stand up for yourself and fight, you know, your own battles, which you are going to get to in the six-man tag. But the idea of you going into this match isn't smart. And regardless of how Nubby's going to feel about this statement I'm about to make, is Damien Saint has done a lot of good for Rocket Pro Wrestling. But there's a lot of decisions he has made that aren't good decisions. Firing Turtle was a dumb decision. Um how putting uh putting uh what the fuck is the hairless cat dude? Matthews. Matthews. Putting him in that title opportunity against Stone thinking he's gonna take the title home to undeniable was a stupid decision. Putting you in this match is also a stupid decision because the thing is you're not a trained professional wrestler. You know, and it's going to put you, not only you in a situation where you could get hurt, but technically, when you look at it, is is now a three-on-two handicap match. Because it doesn't matter what you know in wrestling. Unless you actually do it, there's there's a lot of moments where you may not be a benefit to the team. Um... And like Nubby said, you know, it's not just the idols, it's undeniable. You know, they are really, like, coming together in their own shit. And I don't think that you guys will be out there alone. I, I'm sure at some point, you know, if you need the backup, Steve will go out there and help out. I'm sure Maxim, Maximus Ryan might show up, and I'm sure Nuke might show up. I mean, they haven't yet, but who knows, they might. Um, that being said, for people who believe you shouldn't be in this match because you're not a wrestler, fuck them. Because no matter what you believe, Logan Paul, not a wrestler, but he just won the United States Championship. Pete Rose wasn't a wrestler, but he still made a lot of moments in fucking wrestling. Drew Carey, Jay Leno, Dennis Rodman, Carl Malone, Refrigerator Perry, fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> you know? Dude, he fucking... Funniest thing. He threw a clothesline, man. I mean, I'm just saying, he fucking I threw a clothesline. It was a freaking fucking clothesline. 
the best part is this taking the stunner. That's right. <laughs> Former president of the United States Hall of Famer, Donald fucking Trump. Okay. All these people, not professional wrestlers. Hell, fuck it. If you look at all these, you're more like Jay Leno than any of them because of the whole, like, you know, talk show aspect, podcast aspect, and everything. Non athletic fucking, you know, guy, funny guy, and shit like that. He still had a fucking match in WCW with Diamond Dallas Page, Dennis Robin, Hulk Hogan. It's entertainment. And you know what? Sometimes people are, they have those moments where they can step up and fight. And they fucking do. You know? It, it's just, it's, should you be in the match? No. And I only say that because of, for your own health and well-being. You shouldn't be in a match. I respect you accepting the match and signing the contract and agreeing to do it because, as we talked before, bullying sucks. And if you have an opportunity to step up to a bully, fucking do it. I respect you for doing it. I still blame C. Rudd for this. When he walked out of that door last month and said to you, we got some asses to kick, and you said right on, I think you fanned out a little bit too much. I think you got a little bit too much into the hype. Watching that vlog, when they made the announcement and you climbed up to the first rope, which you should have second roped it, but hey, whatever. I'm kind of short. My legs had, you know. You could have gone to the second rope if you really tried. First off, the fact that you were in the middle of the ring staring at them and then you went off to the corner to turn around and point back at them clearly shows you're a fucking fan. Because you went the long way to do something, which is fine. And then you did the bullet club, you know, finger, you know, gun thing. I get you fanned the fuck out. And good for you. You know, get your, get your fucking spot, take your fucking shine. N- nothing against that. But the problem now is is that a lot of people are going to be responsible for the outcome of this match, and mainly it's going to be you on your own well-being, but it's also going to fall on C-Red now because he put that shit in your mind and said, we got some asses to kick. And you took that as, fuck yeah, we do. And now you got to kick somebody's ass. So for anyone out there who doesn't think you should be in the ring, who doesn't call you, you know, who who jokes about if you're trained or not, that, that <clears throat> I'm sure Nye and C-Red won't let you into the match until they show you a thing or two about how to fucking wrestle. You know, maybe some reversals and shit like that. You got Double J, former high school, you know, he was in wrestling team, right? He was. He can show you a thing or two. You got people who are going to be able to show you how to at least survive, you know, um, I mean, I plan on being there. I mean, my track record of actually showing up is very, you know, very bad. But I plan to be there just because I, I got to see how this fucking turns out. But I don't care who says what about you. Anyone who says that you shouldn't be in that ring to fuck themselves, I don't care. Because it's an entertainment fucking, this business is about entertainment. And what's going to be more entertaining than seeing you get in the ring and fucking wrestle some fucking people? I think I remember. I, I wish I can. I could probably go back and find it if I really tried. But I think I made a joke about you in the ring wrestling back in, like, March or April or May or whenever the fuck you came in here. And I think I made the joke about, like, nothing would be more entertaining than seeing you get your ass kicked in the fucking ring. I think I made that joke because I'm getting like some weird deja vu mindset right now. At the end of the day, make sure you protect yourself. Have fun. 
for what it, it's going to be. Fuck anybody who says anything different about you deserving to be in that ring or not. Because outside of ring, outside of that ring, all the shit you do in fucking wrestling, you deserve to be in that fucking ring. You know, you deserve to be in there just as much as Steve, just as much as fucking, you know, again, Jay Leno. Anybody who shouldn't be a wrestler has the opportunity to be a fucking wrestler. Take the fucking shot. Take the fucking opportunity. And if people are butthurt that you're taking their quote-unquote spot, then maybe they should fucking, you know, try a little bit harder to be relevant mm-hmm. and fucking make their own spots. Yep. Um. I would also encourage you to fucking reach out to anyone in the back who you believe is your friend and find out, hey, if shit does hit the fan, do you have my back? Because like I said, I don't know why this has happened twice to you now, and yet your friend Maximus Orion and your buddy Nuke haven't come to your fucking aid. And you can look at the fucking vlog, and you can watch the video like I just did, and you come to the same questions I came with. Why did it take so long to see Red to get to the ring? And why do you see Steve and fucking Chet and fucking Shelly just sitting back and watching this whole thing fucking happen? Because if you're willing to get into the ring and do some shit, Shelly was willing to do it fucking, you know, a few months back. Hell, they tried to get into the ring when you were fucking being held down and uh, see Red was getting beat up. They both got held back by Kate. I saw it. What changed now? Johnny and I was laying out under the ring. Steve came, or Steve came to the rescue, but they just sat there and watched. Doesn't fucking make sense to me. <clears throat> I like I said, I I do have respect for Damian Saint in certain aspects, but there are certain decisions that he makes I don't agree with. But he's giving you an opportunity now, man. He's giving you an opportunity to fucking step up and face your bully for the first time in what ten years since fucking high school. Pretty much, just about. Take take the opportunity, man. Can't back down now. What a uh what fucking uh what Doctor Strange saying in Infinity Wars? You're in the end game now. So I don't know how much you're gonna be able to do, but uh you you gotta be there to back up fucking uh Johnny and Sierra as much as you can because out of all six members of this match, you're the one with the least experience and you're gonna have to fucking find a way to accommodate for that. And that's something that like I've been sitting with the past couple days, mm-hmm. you know, knowing my an experience being in that kind of environment, you know, these, this is just, as far as me being a fan, this is very unprecedented times. Obviously, you know, started with me getting, uh, my hands, you know, getting hands laid on me by the idols, continued on with me getting dragged into the ring two shows in a row, and now I'm in a match. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not lost on me. That uh, I am one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. And I, I'm aware of those limitations that I have. And, you know, thinking to this match and what the hell I'm exactly going to do if I do manage to get my hands on somebody, what I can do... and. I'm inexperienced. They have more experience than me. I know I'm the odd man in this, but you know I'm going to do everything I can because at the end of the day, this is probably my one and only time that I'm ever going to have a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And if this is my one and only time, 
0-1 is not going to be good enough for me. It was a record. Yeah. Well, I want to have 1-0. Yeah, there's no ties unless you get double count out, but it's an ODQ thing. Yeah, or, or it's the JFWLIM war. Yeah, yeah, how'd that work out for you? Uh, on a side note, uh, before we wrap up uh, Rocket Pro and get into uh, Turtle's issue with me, uh, also, for those who are fans of Rocket Pro Wrestling and see that Pac-Man is being booked into a wrestling match next month, that's not an open invitation for other fans to wrestle other opponents. This is kind of a very special circumstance, an unprecedented, and I got me doing it, unprecedented circumstance. So don't sit there and make challenges to fucking pro wrestlers just because you feel like you can. You know, just because their girlfriends don't want to be your fucking friend doesn't mean you get to go out there and fucking make challenges and sit, fucking knock it off, grow the fuck up. And if I can say it to this, Travis... Yeah, go for it. Here's the other thing. So Because I let you talk here, unlike your other show. I do good with the pictures. No, yeah, that's your job. I would hope you do good with the pictures. And I am job. Don't worry. Yeah. But... Just just like, uh, just like Nubby is character? Nubby is character. <laughs> <laughs> that's just going to be added to the dick count. <laughs> And meow, and meow noises. That's right. Oh, he just super wiped you. He did. He did. Go ahead. What were you going to say, Pac-Man? But, yeah, so here's the difference in the circumstance from anything else. Yeah. The powers that be at the company, being Damien Saint, told me I was going to be in the match. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest difference. So I, I would also say because of how odd, you know, echoing what you said, Travis, how odd these circumstances are, the circumstances right now seem in the mind of the general manager to dictate that I should have an opportunity to do this. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just... it comes down to management and, you know, traditionally – you know, a, a general manager wouldn't put a fan in a match, but this is not a usual circumstance. Yeah. In, in yeah. life, you're chosen for certain things. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man, society chose you to do this. Someone like Santino, and yes, I'm going to name drop here because I because someone like him is not going to be, you know, you're not going to just jump right into something like that. Well, you may be chosen something. He did the wrong way, too. He did the yeah. fucking wrong way. Right. I don't care if I'm trained or not. Trust me, they fucking care. They, that was yeah. stupid. I, I'm sorry. You, 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 I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. I, it's just sometimes, fans, you got to... I get it. People... Talk all the shit you want, but, and I might be called a hypocrite for this because I've done some of the shit I used to do in the past, but I'm also a little bit smart mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Um, don't insert yourself in shit like that. Don't cut promos because you're really pissed off at people, which stop being pissed off at people yeah. because 
they're like you said, girlfriends don't want to talk to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just stop. If yeah. if there's some day you're gonna get in a match, whatever, and some universe you get in a match with Nick Diamond. Good for you, kid. But chill the fuck out, bro. Yeah, Everybody, well, chill the fuck out. But see, that that's the problem. Like the only reason he doesn't like Nick Diamond is because he's associated with Larkin and. She doesn't want anything to do with me. I'm sure she doesn't even know who the fuck Santino is. But you know what? When when and it's, it's not it's, just him. It's no, not just him. No, sky sky blue. Same thing. Like you, you say yourself, when you get to a certain level, a certain point, you start shrinking down your friend group. Mm-hmm. You know that's why they have fan pages that you can follow and like and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I in my entire I don't know probably like up to. Three years after I got on my Facebook, I don't send friend requests to people. <clears throat> if they send it to me and I know the person or I like the person, I will accept it. But that's oh, that why means I have... you like me. You really like me. Twenty more minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when um. But, I mean, that's why I got a JFW fucking Facebook page, so people can follow JFW. I don't need to be friends with every single person that likes him. Which, by the way, thanks to all of you who are liking us on Facebook, getting 500 fucking followers or likes or whatever the hell it is. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but it's a separation. Like, my my personal Facebook page is my personal shit. JFW gets all the fucking JFW promotion stuff. So to be petty because somebody doesn't add you on fucking Facebook and shit, that, like, get the fuck over it. But no, the fact that it goes back to what I said earlier, you know, trying to get your shine off of other people's fucking shine and shit. Don't, just because Pac-Man got booked in a match by Damian Saint doesn't mean you can go on Facebook and demand a match between you and begging pretty much for you and Nick saying, I don't care if I'm trained or not. You know, you should fucking care that you're trained or not going into a match. And secondly, saying, like, I won't even sue you if I get hurt. And that's the stupidest way to go about fucking getting something. But it's it, it, it things like that that, you know, you need to be weary of what people are fucking doing. Like, like I said, especially now, it's a, it's a very weird situation. Because Pac-Man is a fan. And Pac-Man's in a match. So when you get those diehard wrestling fans like Santino, that one dude who walked up to you, I don't know, whoever was fucking walking around with the title and shit like that. Oh, John, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't need his name. But guys like him, guys like Santino, guys like in, who was in the front row and kept fucking poking me and asking me fucking questions and shit. Once those guys get in the mindset that, well, Pac-Man's a fan, now Pac-Man's in the ring, I could be in the ring too. That's when you start jeopardizing the fucking business. And you just need to be wary of shit like that. There are guys like me that have no interest in going on the other side of that fucking guardrail right now, maybe in the future. You know, there's a pipe dream. There's guys like Nubby who wants to, but you don't work there anymore. Can't do it. You're welcome, by the way. Um, you just have to be wary of those fucking people who think that just because Pac-Man can do it, I can do it too. It's not the same thing. It's not. It's not. You know, you just you need to realize that what's happening for Pac-Man is I more than likely you know, one in a million, one in a thousand, whatever it is, chances that, yeah, that this chance is going to fucking happen. You know? And Pac-Man may get his ass kicked. So, 
Uh, Nick Diamond, Karen, however you guys want to refer to him. I'm sure he has more important things to worry about than, you know, a challenge put forth by, you know, Santino on Facebook to Damien Saint. Um, but yeah, don't, don't, don't do shit like that. That's just, it's just sad when you do it. Chill out, chill out a bit. Take your enthusiasm and cut it back a little bit. I get it. I get it. Trust me. Yeah. when he poses like uh like uh Larkin, can you uh can you get Nick because he he got to me. It's like dude, just fucking sit and watch the fucking show. There are people Stop I don't like shit. Stop letting shit yeah. get to you. Yeah, it's like there there are people I don't like at fucking shows, but I just sit there and watch the fucking shows. Yeah, you said with the L I M. I did. Well I, 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 I said I sat next to Turtle. So there was a there was a buffer. You did have you did have to say that you were sitting with the LIM in the reserve section. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so after all this is said and done, after you were dragged out, Nye was attacked, C Red came to your aid, Saint came out, made the six man tag, we still had one more match for the night. We did, and it was Devin August versus Eric Schultz versus Gunner Brave. Um there were, and this is where I finally was able to make my way uh, back from the back. And why don't, you, uh, why don't you say what the match was, too? By the way, oh, it was the rocket to the top. <laughs> oh, I was getting ready to talk about the three ladders that were in the room. No, no you were. Back. No, you were about ready to talk about yourself again, motherfucker. Don't sit there and act like you're about to talk about the match. There were three ladders of various degrees of sizes. Yeah, yeah, but you weren't talking there, about. I was working that. my no, way over work- there. No, no, you were talking about you working your way back over, not the fact you were talking about the ladder. You started going, you started fucking rubbing yourself again, you freak. No, we're on video. Why would I do that on video? Kind of weird, Travis. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah, triple threat ladder match for what now? It was the Rocket to the Top briefcase. Cool. Um, three various sides of ladders. Lots of ladders in this match. Um... At one point, Eric Schultz got all the way to the top, then the lights went out, and up on top of the ladder was Maximus Orion. How about that? He'll settle his shit. I'm on the Pac-Man's rescue, though. But, nonetheless. But then he ran off Eric Schultz to the back. Yeah. At the, then it went down to Devin August and Gunner Brave. And Gunner Brave is now the Rocket to the Top briefcase holder and has a guaranteed title opportunity at any point during the year. That um that spot at the very end with them on top of that ladder brought me back to that Mysterio Logan Paul situation because that was it. It made me fucking nervous watching them up there because. I mean, especially watching the uh, Call Your Shot ladder match at SCW and watching those fucking ladders collapse on themselves. Mm-hmm. As all I can think about is, like, they're going to be up there, and, you know, they're going to try to do some kind of... Because I'm assuming Gunner was trying to get his opponent through that fucking ladder that was on the other side. Mm-hmm. And he just ended up tossing them to the side onto the uh, ring. But I'm just watching that. I'm like, oh, fucking please, just don't let this fucking thing collapse. Like, thank God it didn't. Terrific match. Congratulations to Gunner. Um, Undeniable came out. They and did. Beat, uh, and beat Gunner down. Mm-hmm. That they did. And then uh, I think what Maximus made his return back out to help out. And then uh, Shaq Jordan came out 
And I'll dive into that. Managed to try to knock Steve Michaels out of the ring. They did their best. That happened. Yeah, you're not going to move that fucking dude with a clothesline. I don't care how many people you're fucking doing it with. That dude's a monster in himself. Um, it's an interesting situation, though. It's like, I mean, did they attack Gunnar Brave because he won or because he beat two undeniable members? Right. You know, that's, that's the, that's the big thing. So, all in all, it was a great show. Uh, next one is December 2nd at Shane, uh, St. Joe's Park. Was it, uh, Christmas Chaos? Christmas Chaos. Yeah. What did I, what do I, what do I, what do I get that mixed up with? Cupid's Carnage. There we go. Christmas Carnage. Cupid's Chaos. Cupid's, Cupid's Chaos. Uh, fantastic show. It's right behind me, but backwards. But, like, you can see it. But no, it's, it's forward for me. Is it forward for you? Oh, they're yeah. both up there. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, all right. Yeah. What we got? We got 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, we got about 10 minutes. No, yeah, yeah, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. Uh, nobody, um, you want to talk about your, uh, your petition? Yeah. Let's, why not? So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, if you guys haven't had a chance yet, make sure you go check out the LIM's vlog they released. I think it was, uh, what, yesterday afternoon? We did, yes. Uh, over on their YouTube channel, Lovely Intoxicated, uh, or Lovely Intoxicated Men's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, they put out a vlog to kind of recap the entire show, uh, to sum it up. They got breakfast, they got beat up, and they filmed me. Uh, Tony Gabagool put a petition out to, uh, get, uh, Turtle, uh, reinstated at, uh, SCW. I take it that this was an idea you guys had from the Let Steve Sit thing. Yeah. 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 I don't know uh, if Terry Allen's going to allow it, though. You said SCW. When? You just said SCW. I thought I said let Steve sit. No, we said you're going to reinstate it at SCW. It might confuse the hell out of Terry Allen. That's all I'm saying. Um, I thought I said reinstate let Steve sit, but okay, maybe I did. I'll have to go back and listen to it. Uh there's a good chance I fucking did. You totally did. Oh, reinstated at Steve. Yeah, I'll, I'm. I'm. I'll go back and listen to it. If I did, then that's fantastic. Um, same idea from Let Steve Sit. But you guys didn't do a petition for that. It was more just the fucking hashtag. Um, that would go surprisingly did very well in getting the uh, the signatures. I think he got all but of one line signed. You were the last mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Well, well hey, he could have got yeah. anybody, but he waited for Travis. Yeah, well, that's that's something that didn't happen. Uh, anybody else want to share what happened next, and then I'll defend myself? Um. Okay, so I'm gonna first, Gabagool, thank you. I appreciate what you did. Uh, you showed that you give a shit. I mean, obviously, the rest of LIM gives a shit. They signed. You know, they've been. You know, they had to sign to Justice for Turtle. Love you guys. Um, those that signed it, awesome. Um, I saw them, most of the names, that most of it wasn't LIM, which is great. Uh, just random fans that, you know, want me back, didn't want me yeah. to get fired. ROTC um, signed it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate what they do. 
Uh, now this kind of is going to, you know, mix with the whole Pac-Man situation in his match. Like I said, I support you, Pac-Man, and I want to be there for you. I want to cheer you on. But because of what happened at the uh, end of the signing signature thing, I'm not going to be there. And here is why. Gabagool went to get the last signature. He could have went to anybody in that building. But he chose Travis. Now, I'm going to over, actually, I'm going to overlook the fact that Travis T over here, uh, took his problems out on me with the LIM. You know, he couldn't just put his issues aside for his buddy, but you know what? That's fine. I'm going to overlook that. I mean, yeah, he got me an opportunity at SCW. Great. Good job. Good job, GM. But he couldn't be a friend, but I'm going to overlook that. Because regardless if Travis T signed it, or if Joe Schmo or Jane Doe signed it, that piece of shit Damien Saint decided. Oh, why? Why you you were even talking to him? I'll never know. That's fine. I'll overlook yeah, that. This, that's, that's great. I, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Nubby say his piece, and then I'll, I'll respond. I'll respond to everything. They're not good reasons, but they are reasons. <laughs> go, go ahead, Nubby. Go ahead. That piece of shit, Damien Saint, didn't even. Well, he didn't even let let you speak or explain anything. Then you know. So that's great. You can go ahead and support him like Danny does. Uh it took the you know petition and ripped it up and walked away. Pac-Man, because of that, I will not be at Christmas Chaos. I wanna be there for you. See Red, Johnny and I. But I will not put any more money into that company as long as Damien Sate is the GM. He's a piece of shit for firing me, allowing his people attack me, and then ripping up the petition. Well, besides putting you in a match that you shouldn't be in. But to rip up the petition was the last straw for me. I'm not going to give him my hard-earned money. I busted my ass in this damn business, and for him to fucking do that? Damien Sane can kiss my shell with anthrax. How about that? Stop I'm not going to be at Christmas. I'm not going to be there because of that. He can he can go kick rocks. He's an ignorant politician, and I'm a little late doing this, but there you go. <laughs> oh, you're deceived. <laughs> Okay. Um, where do I where do I begin? All right. So, Turtle Nubby, you're 100 percent right. I uh, I let my pettiness 
uh, with the LIM, get the best of me. And as your friend, I should have signed the petition. Um, yeah, you should have. My problem, the reason why I didn't, the reason why I had the pettiness I did, is because it's weird to think that the issues with the LIM died months ago. Months ago. We were past it. We were over it. It was very short-lived. And for the most part, I fucking crushed it. I was amazing at everything I fucking said. And you guys had some entertaining remarks and comebacks, and it was fantastic. And then you give your second command at the time the responsibility of continuing on this whole battle we had of words while you went off to uh uh have some spa day or some shit and he failed in nine what ninety minutes wherever the hell it was. Never to hear about it again. And somehow more than one of you want to Go on to the Lovely Intoxicated podcast and say that we tied. And you guys compare it to other battles with other fucking people. Do you want to talk about your your battle with the idols and comparing it to what was going on between us? And it's first off, it's not the fucking same. 100% not. What you're going on with the idols is far worse than what I had with the LIM. But what I had with the LIM wasn't something that ended in a fucking tie. Your people fell apart. Your people dropped the ball. Your people failed. It meant nothing, but it was still a win on my end, and I'm going to accept that and appreciate that for what it was. Shut up. But for you people to say it was a tie is a lie. And, yeah, I'm a very petty person. I think that's pretty obvious here on the show. Obviously. I've made that a point in the last six years I've been doing this, six and a half years, that I am very bitter and I'm very petty on what people say and what people do that have to do with me. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry, Nubby, that I allowed that to interfere in a petition that may or may not have gotten you back into Rocket Pro. Now, what are we going to say, Pac-Man? I was going to say, here's my explanation on why we kind of view it as a tie. Sure. So, everything kind of fell apart. We had the sit-down. Then a couple weeks later, you went off and you told Nubby, hey, I'm going to be going away for a week. I'm going to put you in charge of the bus to drive the bus. Who winds up on your show? Me. Did I invite you onto that show? You did not, but Nubby did. How's that fucking but then you invited me. But then you invited... I was invited back on to talk about Super Wrestlers a couple weeks after that. Yeah. And then Rocket Pro. Yeah. With Damian Saint. Yeah. And then I did the recap. Yeah. And there was an episode called The Six Man, and you have a member of LIM on your podcast since May. You've talked... We've, we've yeah. talked about our shows. You've helped promote... LIM stuff. So I think 
there's we have a little bit more respect and middle ground with one another now than what we did at the beginning of the year. So you, you, right. you okay. Hold on. Okay, so Pac Man, you went to college. I did. Okay. Does the United States and England have a relationship right now? Yeah, they're the uh the the the, the special relationship. I think was, that's what it's called. Was the Revolutionary War a fucking tie? Uh no. Hear that bell? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Here's the thing. I didn't invite the LIM to be a co-host on this show. I invited you. And it had nothing to do with what happened with us back in the day. I brought you on here because of your knowledge of Rocket Pro and the fan, your fandom of pro wrestling. But at the end of the day, just because I have you on this show doesn't mean that I conceded in any way of what those guys did got to me in any way. It ended because they failed. That's because you left and went on vacation and left people in charge who didn't see oh, eye to eye on their own hold shit. On, hold on. I got another thing. We were getting ready to induct Nubby. You interrupted that. You ripped up the picture. I still have that in a baggie. That was before the fucking uh, war ended. But the thing is, but the thing is, after that, you weren't at the one show and when we inducted him. You I weren't even with- there. So how is this a tie? It's a tie because none of these none of these establish the fact that it was a fucking tie. Yeah, it does because listen, you know we we lost wave three. I'll give you that, but at the end of the day, we were trying to induct Nubby and we won that one. Okay, let me ask you: D- Did you win or lose wave three? We lost wave three. Did we have a wave four? There was not a wave four. Okay, you see how that works. But you the, lost. But there didn't ended. need to be a way for it. We, at that point, we just there wanted did to induct it Nubby. You lost because you because instead of dealing with me, you realized you had to deal with your own shit. And because then, because you were falling apart because a group of you couldn't come together and say shit about me for like what the three days you were gone. I mean, we regrouped after that. It took pretty much all the way up until literally the day of that Rocket Pro show. And then afterwards, when Nubby won the Chicagoland Championship, we inducted him on the Chicagoland title. Pac-Man. He's been Pac-Man. a member of LIM. You have not wanted him to be a member of LIM, and he's been a member of LIM ever since. Cool. He's an LIM member. Why is he not on the LIM podcast? Why is he rarely in any of your vlogs? Why is he not part of any of these? How come there was no video of him, you know, asking Damien Saint to do the right thing for you? But he's an LIM member. Anything? I'll have you know it was a tie. Sure, sure. You can believe it was a tie all you want. The fact is it wasn't. Again, I apologize for not signing out. Pettiness, that's on me. Nubby, you shouldn't have uh, had to uh, deal with me acting like that. Now, the other reason I was talking to Damien Sane, because like I said earlier, there are things that he does I don't agree with, but there's still things he does I do agree with. He does book some pretty good matches. He does put on some pretty good shows. But we were talking about 
the triple threat match and the um and the um stone matches I thought were incredible. And we're also talking about Pac Man being booked into a show. I didn't I was curious on why he did it, but I didn't get an answer because I got interrupted by Gavin Gold. So I don't believe he should have tore it up. I don't agree with that either, but that's not my decision. Now yes, maybe, you know, while Doc Gabagool was having a breakdown on the ground, maybe it was petty of me to ask him if that was a tie before I walked away, but that's just good that was- shit. And, uh, you know, I did get the last laugh on, uh, on my exclusive or the final word on my exclusive with Steve, so I had to get one there. I'll say this. That you not signing that was the equivalent to Maximus O'Ryan not being there for Pac-Man. You're a high voltage champion, right? Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, 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 um, 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 thirty-seven days. You're welcome. You had a, you had a, you had a rematch the following month, which no one gets. Unprecedented, unprecedented. God damn it, fucking Pac-Man, you did it to me. Unprecedented. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, two wrongs make a right or whatever the fuck it is. I'm not saying that one washes the other. I'm admitting my mistake and I am apologizing. And I'm just saying how I feel about it. I know. You're yeah, not I, signing I, it. It was just as equivalent. What could have taken three seconds to sign a petition was like Sea uh, red taking 70 seconds to go say Pac-Man. Listen, if you're going to compare me to Sea red I'll take it. I'm openly what? apologizing to you. As I said, it was petty. It was wrong of me. We are cutting close to the end of the show now. I have, I'm going to give you guys five minutes to say your final piece and then we got to go. I'm so, first of all, I'm surprised that we got two hours of fucking content out of two results. I'm sorry, one result. So, bravo to all of us. Well, there was, there was a lot of shit to cover yeah. in yeah. one so, fucking day. But I'll say it. Four I'll... You got four minutes to give me your final thoughts on shit. Like, like I said, but despite it all, I am lo- I'm overlooking it because what Damien Saint would did was m- probably worse than what she did. Yeah, you're a friend, but Damien Saint's a GM, is a yeah. a you know Mister Standing Room Only, doing what's best for business or whatever the fuck he says these days. Yeah, um, is just proven that he's a politician. He only cares about the money that's in his pockets. He doesn't give a shit about the fans or the people in the back, except his own people. But I don't even think he cares about them either. That's my piece. Okay, so we'll call it a tie, because apparently that's our thing now. Uh, Pac-Man, you got, uh, you got two minutes. We got Power Hour tomorrow will be the first time since uh, the show on Saturday that the Idols, myself, and C-Red will be in a relatively similar space to one another. <laughs> Fucking three days ago. <laughs> Maybe a show that I won't it's watch a, either. It's a good ass three days ago. It's the first time we've all been together since Saturday. It was fucking... God damn it. <laughs> well, I did just gonna say... Seventy two fucking hours, bro. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh 
I did see I did see a report that Roxy will be on. Who else is supposed to be on? Roth, Gray, and uh And Cade, yes. And Cade. I did see that Steve might try to get Shelly on too, so it does seem like it's going to be quite the packed house there at the power hour. Uh, a shit so. show. If you guys want to check that out, uh, it does get released like late Tuesday night. I think somewhere around like nine, ten o'clock at night on Tuesday night. Usually something around something <laughs> there. Yeah, so and you'll be able to catch it on YouTube or on their Facebook. Just uh, search the Power Hour. I search Power Hour Steve on YouTube and it pops up. So I I, pro- I will say I told Steve I will make no promises to be professional. Uh, it's up I to would. them. But at the same, but I want to say your shit. I'm pissed. I'm. I mean, I'm still pissed. Get your shit, so, brother. I'm going to. I mean, I've been watching the idols. Uh, footage from previous Power Hour episodes prepared for this one. Mm-hmm. There's no one I'm getting myself into. I'll be doing the same, watching some idols matches to get a better feel for what I'm going to be expecting in December. So I'm going to be doing my homework this month. Excellent. Speaking of homework, um, no, there are no, obviously there's no match cards for this upcoming weekend, but what do we got for next week? Destination Please. 6, TSW, SCW, Crash Tested Wrestling. Yeah, so we got a lot, a lot of match cards covered next week, and we'll do that. And, uh, you know, they will recap the power hour. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in uh, on this long, uh, longer than expected episode. But, hey, I'm happy that we got all the content in there, and hopefully we got to uh, air some of the grievances, and we all uh, forgiven each other for our mistakes and uh, realize they're not ties. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling or the DFW Podcast. And, of course, you can listen to our podcast wherever they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. We will start doing video podcasting again here on Just Freaking Wrestling. Those will be released out on the YouTube channel at Just Freaking Wrestling or search JFW Podcast on YouTube. Nubby exclusives are starting to uh, be released. The uh, first two, official two, are up there. You can check them out. Uh, more will be coming as uh, we move forward. So that's all I got. I guess we can. Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis D. I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle, Kawabunga. And I am the podcast Papa, PX, Pac-Man, whatever, Pax, whatever you want to call me. And I'm going to fuck up the Idol's world on December 2nd. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Regressing the JFW Podcast.